Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7. Yes, it's time for a quick fire Q&A with our very own Mufti Brian Smith. Mufti Sahib, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Kwe Kenneth yesterday and a great, a great meeting you. You were like a quick fire in and out, Mufti Sahib. Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And tell me how you doing this fine, beautiful Jummah morning. Wa Alaikum Salaam wa Rahmatullahi ta'ala wa Barakatuh. Yes, Shabbat, it was a wonderful meeting you after so many months, you know, indeed, quick fire. Because from there, I'm in uh, Tricha today with my Juma Bayan will be. So I'm by one brother's house, you know, and uh, I said, only be uh, uh, to the program live from here. So we have to travel and uh, propagate and spread the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ji. Absolutely. Look at the questions that, that are coming through. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Did the truth end, Mufti? Shufat, uh, the truth is officially over. Uh, there's no a new agreement between uh, uh, the Palestinian people. And uh, between uh, the Zionist apartheid uh, state, you know, and uh, there's been a rocket fire from uh, Gaza, uh, unconfirmed, of course, into uh, some of the the uh, territories nearby. And I think uh, clashes will most likely resume. And uh, I don't know what they will do now with the exchange of the political or the prisoners and uh, the hostages, etc. So uh, that is there, you know, and from America's side, uh, they've been uh, pushing also that uh, Israel should continue the offensive and in uh, and, and, and what uh, Hamas started on the 7th of October. So the big shaitan here, America, is behind this now. So if there's new escalation and uh, new skirmishes and fighting today, then uh, the world should know that uh, the Americans are the people who are pushing the Israelis uh, to go forward uh, with their plans to eradicate uh, Hamas uh, from uh, this planet G. Uh, Mufti Sahib, what's up with the DA's apartheid tactics in Cape Town, Karpstadt? Yes, we so we all shocked, you know, uh, reverse apartheid and pure apartheid tactics being played out in Cape Town. Uh, people are being harassed, uh, people with Palestinian flags, etc. Uh, they are being fined if uh, they attend uh, functions uh, in public areas uh, coming with uh, Palestinian uh, flags and, uh, and other things uh, showing uh, their support and solidarity with Palestine. Then uh, the police and law enforcement agencies are quick to clamp down on these people. Uh, which is indeed very, very sad because when the war of, uh, between Ukraine and uh, Russia started, uh, we found uh, that uh, the municipal buildings in Cape Town were draped in uh, the flags uh, or the colors of the Ukrainian uh, country, the flags of that color, you know. So uh, that is pure hypocrisy from uh, the Zionist uh, DA party. So uh, they bring in apartheid policies there, and uh, the people of Cape Town, uh, they are fed up uh, because most of them are, of course, uh, pro-Palestinian, and uh, they are showing solidarity with uh, the rest of uh, South Africa. So this uh, dangerous uh, thing, uh, Shafat, uh, they've always been aligned with the Zionists, and uh, they won't ever change that, you know, so the world can see now. And fellow South Africans can see also, those who still have any alignment with the DA, that what are the true colors, G. Mufti, is a zakah wajib on a deposit paid for a house? Uh, the money is left your uh, your uh, position. So when money is left your position and you've already paid it over to the person or the institution that you're going to buy the house from, 
uh, you're going to buy the property from, so then there will be no zakat on uh, that money because it is not in your possession anymore. So uh, legally, you know, and physically you don't own it anymore, so you don't have to pay zakat on that money. If you still have uh, that money in your possession, you haven't handed it over, uh, you haven't paid it as a, a deposit over to the institution or the person that you are buying uh, the house from, uh, then you will have to pay zakat on that uh, based on the fact that it is still in your possession, G. What is the status of a Muslim who is still a member of the DA party? <laughs> the, the Jali Alliance, uh, Shafat, you know, the Devil's Alliance, the Devil's Advocate. So uh, these people are considered as Fusak in Sharia, meaning they are major, major sinners. Why they are supporting a party uh, who is out, uh, you know, outright supported uh, the state of apartheid state of Israel, has supported the bombing of our brothers and sisters, has supported uh, the killing of uh, babies and uh, the imprisonment of innocent people. So a Muslim with sound mind and sound intelligence, who has an altar of iman, will divorce this association and uh, keep him far away from being a member, a supporter from such a cowardice party. So uh, when we see these people, these uh, so-called Muslims, uh, or people who are masquerading as uh, as Muslims, you know, uh, then we should know that uh, their loyalty is not with Islam, their loyalty is with money, their loyalty is with power, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will disgrace them. So we should not respect such people. We should call them back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and tell them that, please, uh, you know, you have to disassociate and resign from such a party. Uh, if not, uh, they will remain sinners. They will remain transgressors also. And uh, they are part of uh, of whatever happens of policies and, uh, and evil and vice and plotting and planning against the ummah of Rasulullah. They are part of it and they will be accountable in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also for their participation. G. Can I attend our annual staff party? There will be halal catering also. Hey, Allah is hunger, Mufti. <laughs> yes, so it's that time of the year. There will be staff parties, but you must remember, uh, you know, staff parties are normally a place where people socialize. So there will be free mixing of genders, males and females, etc. Uh, so, uh, you know, my advice normally is to stay away because from staff parties, there will be after parties and sometimes people uh, spike uh, the drinks. And uh, yes, uh, the food is only one aspect of it. So even if the food is... Uh, uh, from a halal source, halal uh, b- 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 um, company, etc. So if it's men on one side, uh, no problem. You know, the user person, uh, you can enjoy. When there's intermingling of sexes, uh, then stay away from that. That might just ruin your marriage. It might lead you into cheating, etc. Uh, these things happen, Shafat, because uh, the people have a breakup party, you know, and uh, it's not called a breakup party for nothing. Uh, there's no breaking up at work. The actual breakup is the breaking up of your home. Uh, when people engage in uh, these uh, adventures, which are completely haram, G. Mm, beware of heartbreaks. Can uh, interest money be used to pay my car insurance, Mufti? When you're going to pay interest, when you're going to uh, uh, t- take interest money and you're paying your car insurance, car insurance in itself is not permissible uh, unless it's mandatory by government in South Africa. It's not mandatory. So there, of course, uh, there's the first sin that you are committing. And you have to make double for that, you know, and you have to desist from that. Now you're going to add another sin to that, and it is using uh, 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 interest money to pay something which is not permissible. So you're deriving uh, benefit from uh, riba, you're deriving benefit from interest money uh, to pay off something which is not permissible. So that is also not permissible. So there's two wrongs in this uh, question, Shafat, and uh, two wrongs does not make a right. So you cannot use 
interest money for personal use, G. This question, yes, says uh, Mufti Saab, uh, I'm getting a bit confused. Are Hezbollah part of the Ahle Sunnah Wal Jamaa, uh, Mufti? The name Hezbollah, you know, that appears in the Quran, but that refers to the party of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people who fight for Allah's cause, uh, people who adhere to the Sharia, people who believe uh, in what Rasulullah brought. Uh, so that is the Ahlu Sunnah. And then you get the Hezbollah, the party that in Lebanon, that is uh, uh, supposedly uh, uh, fighting and supporting the Palestinian uh, people, which is a complete lie also. So they are Shia-based uh, party, and they are open Shia. So, uh, of course, they're not part of the Ahlu Sunnah or Jama'ah. They follow their own religion. Uh, people should not be duped into believing that they are, have the interest of the Palestinian people at heart. They've got some of the best weapons, Shafat. They could have finished Israel a long time ago. Uh, they're throwing firecrackers on the border, and my kids seem that uh, they are supporting uh, the people of Gaza. So that uh, party there, that is Hezbollah. Lat is the name of the idol that used to be found in the time of Rasulullah. So I call them Hezbollah and not Hezbollah. So people should not be confused uh, between the two. G. Uh, Mufti, you know, when you tune, yeah, you don't chow when you're tuning. Look at that message there. Read it and give it the answer, uh, give your answer, Mufti. It says here, my father sent us a message that he is not responsible for us. He is only accountable for us. We are from a divorced home and living with our mother, my sister, and I, 15 years of age, by him sending us this message, making us want to speak uh, to him. He is currently making a life with his wife and her children. Our father has become an absent father. We have not seen him in months. He rarely phones us and even... He does phone, and even when he does phone, it's less than a minute call. Uh, you know, so uh, uh, in short, we have a minister of finance. So this is completely wrong that uh, you are still your father's responsibility until you reach that age where you are able to work for yourself. And even if you don't have work, then he will still need to take care of you. Uh, he's not absolved of this uh, duty and responsibility just because he got married again. And this is where some men, where they make mistakes, uh, Shafat, uh, when they find a new broom and uh, they start a new life, then they forget about the responsibility of the children uh, of the first wife. So, uh, you know, that is completely wrong. Number two, that uh, he's responsible for your education uh, and whatever other things you need as well, your medical, your food, uh, your rental, and all your other expenses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed upon him. Uh, he divorced your mother, so you should not be suffering because of uh, his decisions. And uh, he's, uh, he's completely wrong in not having any communication with you because the tarbiya, uh, your tarbiya, your upbringing, and your well-being, that is also part of his responsibility. Not only the financial side, he's supposed to take care of that as well. So he is not a father, you know, he's actually a coward if he, if he writes you off and if he doesn't spend time with you, he's supposed to, uh, to take care of you. He should be careful also. Because Allah will make it as such that the day when he needs uh, you most, then you will not be part of his life. So, uh, you know, we're sending a strong message to all fathers who are neglecting their obligation and responsibility uh, to their children from uh, divorced uh, unions, from uh, divorced uh, marriages, that uh, they should not uh, fail in uh, the upbringing and uh, taking care of their children. Support your children it is still your own blood. Even if you have a dispute with uh, your ex-wife, that does not and should not affect uh, the well-being and taking care of your own children, G. Absolutely brilliant there, Mufti. And, uh, you know, what type of uh, human being is an individual that has a family 
that made a family that has children, and then he wants to, uh, hey, build a new castle. What's that, Mufti? I mean, uh, you had, uh, I mean, uh, you, you come from a failed situation. Hope you don't fail second time, Mufti. What's your thoughts? Thank you. Exactly. You're supposed to rectify and learn from your past mistakes, you know. A Newcastle I didn't even get to enter yesterday and you speaking about the other Newcastle, Chavat. So they're building a new platform, a new base, a new house. <laughs> but uh, on, on, on the misery of uh, the former family, so how can you ever be happy uh, that you're sleeping there, you're laughing and playing with your, your, your children, uh, but you're not worried about uh, the stomachs of your other children uh, from the previous marriage. You're not worried about their well-being. You're not worried about their dini education. Uh, when you speak, you speak less than one minute. Even if you don't have uh, airtime, you can make a data call on WhatsApp and social media. Everything has been made so easy. Uh, you know, you sh- should always be part of the life of your, uh, the lives of your children. That is what you're supposed to do. That you call a father. A father is not someone who just gives money and, uh, and, uh, and not uh, being physically part of the children. No, spend time with them. Go out with them. Take them with you. And uh, number two, that uh, the, those are your, uh, they are all uh, brothers and sisters at the end of the day. Uh, different mothers and uh, the same father. So one set of children should know who are the, 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 their siblings. There's no step-step business here in Islam that uh, like how the West are promoting step-brother and step-sister. And that, uh, yes, different mothers or different fathers, but they all the same at the end of the day. So you have to foster those relations uh, between uh, these children so that when they grow up, they know that uh, they have siblings from uh, that side as well, G. You know, the message, what I uh, like of it, he says, uh, Mufti Sahib, in short, we have a minister of finance. I mean, that is so sad indeed because a father's duty is to, you know, motivate his children to be the, you know, the shepherd of the flock and to give them uh, that encouragement and to tell them you're simply the best and uh, to keep them on the straight and narrow, Mufti Sahib. Yes, and you know, it's supposed to be saying the sinister of finance because, uh, you know, minister and sinister, in this case, those guys are sinister of finance. And then, too, the minister of finance is always, they always end up uh, messing up things uh, in a country. You won't see a single minister of finance uh, that are producing results. If you want to draw a comparison and I make equation that then the worst person to, to nominate and choose is normally the minister of finance because every country is suffering because of mismanagement of the ministers of uh, finance. And likewise, the father here yeah, is mismanaging his time, he's mismanaging his funds as well because he's not taking care of his responsibility, G. Yeah, Mufti, yeah, you know, talking about Newcastle carrying coals to Newcastle, we should have more coal-powered plants. But, you know, I have to, what's the story about the coals? But, uh, you know, you being a product of uh, the Newcastle Darul Ulum, you know, one of the pioneer students coming through from that institution, they're having uh, the Jalsa soon. I'm sure you'll be there uh, reminiscing about the past and all that. You know, what are some of the good memories you carry from uh, Newcastle Darul Ulum, uh, Mufti Saab? In fact, I'm going to go there. I'm supposed to be there. And uh, when uh, people found out I'm this side, you know, then all these lectures came uh, came up. So most probably tomorrow I will go and visit and uh, meet the uh, Sadida. One of the best memories and the greatest memories is the fact that uh, I had to, uh, the opportunity uh, to be in the company of Hazrat, the late Hazrat Mawlana Sima, Qasim Sima, uh, who was one of the pioneers and the founder of the first Darul Ulum, who was such a great uh, teacher in a spiritual luminary uh, that uh, South Africa has not produced again the likes of him. And uh, that I can say, you know, without any 
any fear or any favor that he was simply that man and he was a humble humble person so that is where life started for us our academic life started there and uh, our academic birth started at the institution and uh, from there we got the keys to open up the rest of the doors of knowledge and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took us from there to meet many many other ulama uh, that uh, came into our lives you know so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, actually favored us uh, and uh, we are forever grateful uh, for that gene. Yeah, an untold story of Mufti Ibrahim Smith from where to where and why from a, you know, a powerful security company uh, owner. He was a CEO and a COO and also he became an alim. That's history has to be told, Mufti. Maybe we'll do a documentary on you. Your parting words this morning, Mufti. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy to protect the people of Palestine and uh, protect the Muslims globally also. It is Friday, sin abandon the root upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Until we meet again, jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to our Mufti Ibrahim Smith. And a big jazakallah khairan to all of you for sending your message. You're not really forgetting our use of our smiles, a brilliant tech this morning. And uh, to all of you that send the messages and keep the story station buoyant, we embrace you. We celebrate you for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM. Uh, later on will be the spiritual hour, the 40 Daruds. And also we will have uh, uh, Mufti A.K. Hussain uh, giving the translation of the Jumma Kudba from the Holy Lands. Uh, from the team and I, till we meet you again, uh, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.